Three minutes it is after 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk. If you just joined us, uh, we just finished with our wrap of the top business stories on this Wednesday. And we're now going to go into some of the ecosystem conversations that we have every Wednesday uh, where we take a look at uh, the latest developments in the world of tech and uh, information and communication technologies. And uh, taking a look, of course, at uh, what all of this means for us uh, as an economy that uh, is not only going to be disrupted and affected by some of these technologies, but also... Uh, in many of our value chains, and we are also contributors to some of these technologies and even creators of them. And uh, tonight we're taking a look at blockchain technology. And uh, as I said earlier on when we started, a conference happening in the next uh, uh, week or so uh, in Cape Town and in Johannesburg, the Unlocking Blockchain Africa Conference. And uh, it originated from a parent company, Stadix Wildlife, based in San Francisco in California. Uh, the first investment platform for rare and endangered species. And this is after they participated at the 2018 Cryptocurrency Economic Forum. And uh, uh, this was uh, for the top 20 initial coin offering startups in San Francisco. And I'm joined by the founder of uh, Studix and uh, one of the organizers of this particular conference, uh, Tumelo Ramaphosa. Tumelo, how are you doing, brother? I'm well and you. I'm thank good, you. thanks. Sondela, Sondela, Mike, Baba. Sondela, Mike. Don't be afraid. <laughs> How's it, man? I'm well and you. Good, 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 good. Let's, let's maybe before we get, I guess, into this kind of conference and some of the work that you guys do, uh, even with rare endangered uh, species, uh, let's take a step back here. Um, blockchain, oftentimes people uh, speak about blockchain synonymously with cryptocurrency, but it isn't the same thing. Um, and I want us to maybe, I guess, go back to first principles and give us some background for some of us who might not be familiar. What is blockchain and uh, what is its function? Uh, well, the blockchain itself is... Um, it's it's an interlinked um, distributed uh, ledger technology, a database, a place where information is stored mm. um, and, you know, any kind of information. And cryptocurrencies um, also reside in terms of that inf um, the, uh, some of the information that is stored on the blockchain. Mm. So the blockchain is made up of um, its interlinked blocks. Um, and through these blocks, uh, they, that's where... Uh, the security is so mm. every block is linked um, and it being linked then it kind of communicates with all the other uh, blocks within the mm. chain so in a way it's like a sort of a repository or ledger that keeps all of this information and this information is able to interact with other chains in the block absolutely different uh, there's different there's different kinds of blockchains I mean we're even with with our exchange Shankur exchange uh, we've created a decentralized uh, exchange where we can list different blockchains and um, as an exchange, um, you know, there's different cryptocurrencies and mm. those cryptocurrencies themselves um, either sit on the Ethereum blockchain or the Bitcoin blockchain or they have their own. Um, so the blockchain itself going back. Um, ah, Tumelo seem to have lost you there. I want us to pause there for a second while we try and get you on a different microphone. Uh, I seem to be battling there slightly uh, with that line. Let's see what we can do. Cool, my brother. Uh, uh, please continue again. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry, man. Yeah, I think your mic is scared of me now. Aish, <laughs> baba. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was saying that uh, the blockchain itself is a place where information is uh, stored, mm. and so it can be any kind of information. I mean, we can uh, register uh, title deeds of property mm. on the blockchain that we that you and I own this certain uh, property, and now this information is stored forever. That's one sure. of the things that are that with the blockchain. It, the information is stored forever. It's transparent to the people um, that are allowed to be able to access that blockchain. Mm. So, for instance, they say with Statics Wildlife, um, you it's a uh, it's it's 
it's an investment platform for endangered wildlife species on the blockchain recording information of a crypto uh, sorry of conservation different transactions of conservation mm. but then itself it's also a cryptocurrency in that it can be traded so we can you use the cryptocurrency itself mm. to just trade the value um where it is it's all up so you're not trading the endangered species themselves but actually the value generated in their exchange so we actually are we are t- we are uh trading the endangered species themselves oh, okay. right so we ex- we are trading their digital certificates so ah. we are basically investing in uh different farmers not just ourselves but different farmers that we recognize uh, and they've uh, specific conservation initiatives mm. so for instance uh, some of our partners are elephant adventures mm. and uh they they're a elephant conservation business um that helps with uh, adoption el- of and rehabilitation of elephants and also orphaned elephants and they rehabilitate them with their mothers so we help that business to sell their animals mm. on the blockchain cryptographically so essentially the each of these animals becomes um its own kind of digital token and then it's sold So in the ex stud in the stud mm. exchange that's where these animals are bought and sold between different sure, people sure. as a peer to peer exchange. So so why is it that a lot of people in daily parlance I guess speak of cryptocurrency and blockchain synonymously? Why why is that? Look as I said the 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 cryptocurrencies themselves reside on blockchain. So mm. they sit on the blockchain and that's where the cryptocurrencies are used as a form of exchange of value, right? So we we go and back them up with uh fiat and now we can transact and we can send each other va- we can send each other money through mm. value right so i can send you a bitcoin or excuse me i can send you a million dollar or i can sell you fractions of a million dollar buffalo or a million mm, dollar elephant or rhino um and now i can sell you these different fractions at let's say a dollar or 10 dollars and i'll use a cryptocurrency now you will buy you know um so uh, statics tokens depending on your investment appetite mm. and then you'll now uh, send those tokens and buy the animals and now you buying that you exchange a cryptocurrency and then the the farmer gets mm. value in his animal being sold okay. through the exchange and sure. then also he benefits in the transaction um fees as well okay all right dude how did you get interested in this i mean uh, how did you stumble upon this I, i don't think this maybe something that you would have learned at school but how how did you come across this blockchain is uh, look well, so blockchain and even this idea of being able i guess to leverage blockchain and uh, the advances in cryptocurrency to actually maybe have a fractional investment model for some endangered species so i've been trading stocks um geez since i think i was 15 mm. and in school i we participated uh i must give my friend nick rolly a shout out <laughs> sure sure <laughs> yeah nick i don't forget about you um So yeah, we Nick and I in 2005 uh, participated in the JSC Schools Challenge mm, and yeah, we yeah. came top 5. So I guess um those are kind of opportunities and then the next year we um another friend of mine and I ran a, f- a real portfolio. So I guess I've always been interested in kind of digital markets and then yeah, I matriculated in 06 and that was mm. like the same time Facebook started. Um and it was quite interesting to see, you know, what was happening and you could kind of receive that on Bloomberg. So I've been mm. kind of tune in on Bloomberg looking what's happening in San Francisco sure. and I guess the journey kind of started there but it's like you saw a lot of these young guys you know entrepreneurs getting on TV wearing t-shirts mm. um and you know with the company logos and talking about what they're doing you know changing the world doing mm. these amazing things and that's where I kind of you know that's where we kind of you know try and build that out as much as you can from sure. a South African perspective and the link to conservation 
Uh, linked to conservation. Well, well, both my grandfathers on each side, even mm. great grandfathers, have always been farmers. Okay. My father's a farmer as well. So, mm. farming, livestock has always been something I've been exposed to. Sure. Um, I mean, there's even uh, my mother's even got a picture of her and I when I was like three years old, and she was helping a buffalo. Oh, sorry, a cow mm. uh, give birth and. She was like pulling it out, and I was like there in, okay. in the in the bottom of the picture, and my grandpa's farm and my mom's side in Rasai. So, okay. I guess yeah, we've always had that kind of love for sure. for animals, and I guess for me, every kind of different animal. I mean, okay. I've got husky, I've got spiders. <laughs> so Man, let's pause there for a second, and we'll continue with our conversation. Uh, it's quite clear the bug, uh, but very very early. We'll continue on the other side. 14 minutes it is after 8 p.m. Uh, tuned into our Tech Conversations here on uh, Metro FM Talk. And I'm uh, in conversation, if you just joined us, with the founder of uh, Stud X, and that is uh, Tumelo Ramapos. And we're talking to him about how, how they've managed to bring together blockchain technology, cryptocurrency, and uh, the important role of uh, conservation of endangered and rare species together in uh, one business model. And uh, Tumelo, before we went to the break, you were still telling us, I guess, your background in uh, farming and how you, I guess, got exposed to the world of conservation. What are some of the species here that uh, you would exchange on this kind of platform? So um, I guess uh, some of the species that, some of the species that we, uh, so as, Firstly, we identify uh, different conservation initiatives uh, that private farmers and scientists are doing. Okay. So um, the reason being is that um, it's we, we it's all about accountability. So we protect these animals from mm. hunters, predators, poachers, and disease, and we work with these different farmers to support their initiatives. So, um, for instance, the uh, the elephants, um, Elephant Adventures, were partners with, and we help them support uh, growing their business and essentially making the animals like celebrities and mm. then trading them as digital tokens um, so that people can, you know, so we can create awareness, we teach them about conservation, but also it's also funding the um, the scientists, uh, you know, research. Mm. So that's also what you, that's also what funding a token, do, uh, sorry, buying a token does. It actually funds all of these different kinds of things. Mm. And then uh, one of th- uh, the biggest projects we're kind of working on now is uh, bringing back the northern white rhino mm. uh, with Dr. Moni de Okay. Um, so even with that, we we are allowing people to, well, right now it's still at a private sale, mm. um, and we're allowing people to invest in the research of bringing back this rare endangered species. Okay. So All there's right. only two females now um, in uh, Kenya or Pacheta. And we've got a research facility there where mm. we are uh, we're doing the artificial insemination. Okay, and and what are the margins like? Yeah, I mean, how are you guys making money? Or is, just, or is this just philanthropic? Uh, no, so it is a so that's another uh, thing that is very different about us. Uh, mm. One of the distinctive features about us is that we are a for-profit business. So okay. we do receive donations, but we are a for-profit business, and we believe that you know, with uh, having a capitalistic uh, perspective and outlook towards conservation. We can kind of um, solve a lot of these problems of uh, transparency, of corruption, and as well as uh, po- poaching that happens. Mm. So, by having a digital ledger that's transparent, um, using the blockchain and having uh, and buying and selling the static tokens uh, using the cryptocurrency, we are providing a you know global transparent proof of conservation. You know, showing people what's happening and mm. what's being spent and what's happening going forward yeah for some of the people who are listening into our conversation and i guess with the track record of uh, experiences that you've had in the world of blockchain and even uh, uh, you know where that meets cryptocurrency and something that uh, means something to you which is the the world of conservation 
Where else are you seeing some of the opportunities? I mean, you spoke about title deeds earlier on and the registration of property or claims to property. Where else are you seeing some of the opportunities in the blockchain uh, when it comes to some of the issues that we're facing here? So look, I think uh, for us, um, for Statics, it, uh, our parent company has actually been quite an interesting journey just for us. Um, look, the blockchain itself is a technology and mm. you know it depends on how it's been used. So I think this year has been a big learning curve for us in that we've gotten into more enterprise. So we started Statics Enterprise and now that's reselling the to private to private businesses and um, corporate uh, um, enterprise blockchain mm. solutions. So you would have, we have supply chain management and RFID uh, backed solutions with blockchain. That has nothing to do with cryptocurrency. So um, right now, you know, in terms of FinTech and also uh, technology, there's mm. a very big uh, focus on blockchain. So. Another thing we've uh, we've also been invested in is artificial intelligence, okay. and there's been a great marriage of artificial intelligence and blockchain. Um, my partner Tabang uh, Mashulani and I, uh, well, he's the founder of Chankura, and uh, so we've used uh, artificial intelligence uh, robots to trade on our exchange oh. um, to create market making, and you know, uh, run the exchange also for security uh, for the exchange. So there's various, uh, and that's where the kind of opportunities are. So in the next conference we're having, um, um, Unlocking Blockchain Africa, oh. our third conference, uh, it's, it's, artificial, it's artificial intelligence and blockchain within oh. the retail space. So we're launching three different platforms. It'll be the Statics uh, platform, um, which is the re-endangered wildlife species platform, oh. as well as uh, my partner in San Francisco, which I have... Um, which Statics has the the Africa uh, exclusive license for the, for the software, which is Mobiri. Mm. Um, so that's an artificial intelligence uh, platform uh, using data science, machine learning algorithms uh, to understand different kinds of information. So right now we focus at the retail space, mm. uh, understanding um, you know uh, buying patterns and uh, demographics. You know who's buying what, how much, from different retailers, and uh, through our recommendation engine. We've created custom algorithms for the African market to okay. help understand uh, what, what's going on. You know, I often ask this uh, with anybody who comes, I guess, with a new idea or new technology. How much of um, educating your consumer do you have to do? Because one would think that a retail consumer in this case would come with a certain problem. They would come and say, look, I'm running these kinds of sales, but strategically I want to get some insights that can allow me to, to be able to generate more sales. Uh, how do you then, I guess, educate them and maybe onboard them to some of you know, the advances that AI has made that can assist them with uh, whatever business problem they have? Well, firstly, I think uh, a lot of, you can go to www.unlockingblockchainafrica.io. Mm. That's our third conference. So that itself is a platform. Uh, for learning as well. Yeah. For absolutely, for learning. Mm. And that's the whole point of um, why we initially started the conference is mm. that uh, we were leveraging our networks and our relationships um, from around the world on a platform mm. um, and this platform now is to educate firstly um, secondly to create con con uh, conver uh, conversations around different aspects around blockchain mm. uh, from regulation to you know what is blockchain what is bitcoin what is cryptocurrency sure. so last year we had charles hoskinson who was uh, one of the co-founders of ethereum the first ceo oh. and the founder of uh, cardano and ethereum classic as well so, I mean, even with him, I mean, um, he's a mathematician by, mathematician by profession as well as a cryptographer. Mm. And look, it was most important for him to just to get up sure. on stage and talk, you know, okay. talk about what happened with Ethereum, sure. how it started. And that's essentially what it's all about learning. Okay. Let's pause there. We'll come. 
24 minutes it is after 8 p.m. and uh, you tune into Metro FM Talk with myself Ayabong Atao and uh, we are taking a look uh, here as part of our tech conversations at uh, the Unlocking Blockchain Africa conference happening uh, between December 3 and the 4th in here in Johannesburg and uh, uh, on uh, December the 5th in Cape Town and I'm joined uh, by one of uh, the founders here and the organizers of this conference uh, the founder of uh, Studix and that is uh, Tumelo Ramaphosa. Tumelo uh, you started to talk I guess about the conference and how it's organized and uh, some of the people that you've managed to bring into the space as a knowledge sharing and a learning space. Just talk to us about two days in Johannesburg and maybe some of the people in the Republic of the Western Cape might be asking themselves why they only get a day. <laughs> the Republic of the Western Cape, that's a good one. Uh, so two days in, sorry, yeah, two days in Johannesburg will be the big day, conference mm. days, third conference. Um, so Johannesburg being the trillion dollar square mile in Africa. Um so doing conference there again and um, the first day will be the big day and then the second day will be demos and private meetings mm. with, different, uh, with different companies and different people. And then we'll, you know, fortunately give um, the wonderful people of Cape Town <laughs> something. Um, okay. We'll give them a bone and do a conference as well. Okay. And uh, I mean, just talk to us briefly here about how efforts like this conference can, can go further in, in trying to mainstream the idea of crypto as an asset class. I mean, I was saying to you off air that if you speak to anybody who's listening to us now and uh, you ask their portfolio managers or even the people who manage their pensions why they don't invest in crypto, a lot of them will come back and say, I don't know how to value it and therefore, you know, I'm not very clear and very sure of how it operates. And uh, so it's a risky investment and I'm not going to play there. And yet everywhere else in the world, people that are looking to diversify their portfolios to varying degrees are including crypto in those. Look, firstly, I think, let me say that... um Look, the stock market itself in terms of human trading is um, is very obsolete in the past 10 years. It's mm. all kind of gone to like uh, digital uh, artificial intelligence trading. So, you know, what I'm trying to say is that even the human a person can't see the real value. That's sure, itself. Sure. We can't, you know, machines and AI can see the value better. So, so not even your fund manager still trades? Uh, so your fund manager actually, you know, he should be... A, so the, the the whole idea with robotics and, and AI is to remove the human uh, factor. So, mm. you know, kind of removing uh, the greed, re- removing mm. greed, removing bias, removing prejudice, uh, removing arrogance, removing, you know, fatigue, making a decision, you know, mm. removing the impairment and the compromisation of the quality of the decision. Sure. Um, so kind of going into, let's say, with, with, with uh, crypto assets, um, we're using the same... Uh, metrics and the same, um, um, the same, um, what can I say? The same tools to mm. analyze that as you would with stocks. Sure. So we're building remote, uh, robotic models as well, and to analyze what's going on. And you know, crypto is just another class. And mm. with, let's say with fund managers, um, look, it's all about regulation. A stock market itself is regulated, and that's why it, you have all these people participating. Mm. It's you know, it's open and free. It's an open free market. But then with crypto, it's still, you know, it's still very small, even though cryptocurrencies and blockchain itself is over 30 years old. Mm. This is actually military uh, technology. Um, and only now in the past 10 years and the past five years, the past three years, we've mm. actually been only able to have the, the right softwares to access the blockchain itself. And that's why, you know, with exchanges, with things like statics, um, these are platforms that actually access um, the blockchain itself mm. and help you do things and access these 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 assets. So when it comes to the kind of fund managed pers- perspective, they want to be in control of these, all these different things. You know, they don't want to be a part of a decentralized 
um, digital uh, asset class where you know it's not regulated. Uh, mm. There's no government. There's no officials. Uh, it's 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 a it's, it's you know it's a free for all. And you know in that being the free for all, the decentralization is actually where the security is, and that's where you know we are emancipated from um, financial monopolies and and you know the banking mafia. Okay, and uh, just briefly for some of our people that are listening in here who would like to take part, how do they get involved in this particular conference that's coming up uh, uh, in Johannesburg and even the Cape Town iteration on the 5th? Well, firstly, uh, I'm going to give you 10 tickets. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hey, Kang Ucho Tumba, this guy comes here bearing gifts. 10 tickets. Yeah, I've okay. got 10 tickets. Okay. I'll give okay. you 10 tickets to the first uh, 10 people that call in and... But maybe if they could actually email you and something or email me, um, info at statics.io, mm. a picture of something with them in blockchain, either a balance of the whatever the exchange or them trading or them at a conference or something, as I've been running with my mm. Instagram. But also you can go to www.unlockingblockchainafrica.io um, and you can buy tickets there as okay. well. Or you can uh, you can send me, or well, you can come to Instagram and send me a message on uh, at Ramaphosa Dumelo, um, verified as Mister Secure the Bag, and you can <laughs> drop me a message and maybe you can get a. What's the value of these ticket. tickets? So this conference, um, we're looking at more executives, VIPs, mm. um, and decision makers, um, and also the open public who's interested. So this is more of a high echelon compared to other events. It's mm. a smaller one. Uh, it's a smaller one. Our first one was 550 people. Third, second one last in December was 300 people. And now we're going and only looking at 100. And sure. uh, those 100 people were looking for CEOs, VIPs, fellow the secure the bag people. And it's a 3,000 rand ticket for normal genera- uh, sorry, no, uh, general entrance. And then 7,500 for... VIP and then you get to come to the dinner and you get to meet the speakers and then there's a 50,000 rand ticket which is um, the Statics VIP ticket which is two nights on one of the Statics farms um, elephant interaction um, and yeah time with the speakers and as well as the VIP dinner so the 10 you're giving away is a zip (laughs) (laughs) no I'll give 10 general admission and then I'll give two VIPs. Okay, all yeah. right. So not all of the tickets Jumela is going to be giving away are for extra strong. At least there's uh, about two or so uh, that are VIP tickets and uh, the rest general access uh, valued at, uh, you said how much uh, for the general access? 3,000. 3,000 rand. So uh, uh, certainly do check out uh, his Instagram page there, uh, Mr. Secure the Bag. And Jumela, pleasure having you uh, here on Metro FM Talk, my brother. And uh, please, Ngalibali to leave the tickets there with the Kuma as you leave. And it will certainly make sure that uh, all of the uh, deserving people listening to Metro FM Talk receive those. Thank you so much. Awesome stuff. Thank that there was uh, the founder of uh, StudX, uh, who are one of the organizers of uh, the uh, Blockchain Africa conference happening uh, uh, in Cape Town on the 5th of December and uh, in Johannesburg on the 3rd and the 4th of December over the next uh, few weeks or so. And uh, yeah, as he said, uh, do reach out to him on Instagram and uh, you can also reach out to us here on Metro FM Talk uh, if uh, you'd like to access those. And uh, we'll uh, continue with our chats on the other side of this.